Hey, it's Heidi. Welcome back for another video or welcome home if you're new here. So we talk everything dysfunctional, toxic relationships on this channel. Our goal is to help equip you and educate you to overcome any kind of codependent behavior so that you can have the healthy relationships you deserve. Here's the truth. You can have absolutely everything else, but if you have a relationship that causes you confusion, anxiety, resentment, or pain, then you'll ask yourself, what's the point? And so you deserve better than that. I mean, obviously we can know, hey, we deserve better than that because we can scratch our heads and be left wondering what to do and how to have the peace and sanity we deserve, especially when it comes to dealing with a relationship with an addict or an alcoholic, because let's be real, there's not a more dysfunctional relationship. I don't think there's not one that's more maddening because you have like two people. You have the person you know that person can be and you have the person that is currently showing up for you. And so you're in this constant tug of war between what can I trust? Can I trust that this person is going to do the right thing? And that's the subject of this video is when not to trust an addict. You know, when, when do you finally just give up and go, you know what? I'm tired of putting my faith in over and over and over again, only to be met with lies, deception, you know, constant deception, constant disappointment. And, you know, there comes a point where I've got to stop, you know, being so gullible, you know? Um, I, when I used to do the family program, I run a family program. I have a group, an online family program. If you're curious about that, go over to lovecoachheidi.com. But when I would do it in person, I would always ask everybody, I'd say, hey, who is, you know, the people would come in and I'd say, how many of you have your loved one in treatment for the first time? You know, and, you know, a lot of people would raise their hand. And I'd say, okay, who's here for the loved one's been in treatment, you know, two times? Hands would go up. Sometimes I'd get all the way to 22 times. And the people that were then the first time would look at the people on the 22nd time and they go, oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. I can't possibly go through this yet another time because it's taken everything out of me. You know, sometimes recovery is like that. It's like a combination lock. And every time somebody goes into treatment, they get another number on the lock and they're a little more closer. But sometimes it takes more than one try, more than one number to, to be set free. And we never know when that's going to be. And we try to like, you know, as, as, as they say in different programs, I don't know if Al-Anon says this or not, but I know that I've heard it a million times. So it's like, I'm cautiously optimistic, you know, and that's where you've, this isn't your first rodeo, but you're kind of losing hope, you know, and you know, hope's important to you. Trust is important to you. Trust is the foundation of every relationship. So if you don't have that, you feel like you don't have anything. And when you don't have trust, you're constantly waiting for the other shoe to drop. It's just a matter of time. You feel like before relapse is right around the corner. And that can be maddening because you can't enjoy the good time. You know, you can't enjoy if, if they are in recovery, you can't enjoy it because you just feel like, oh, it's only a matter of time before they're going to, you know, um, fall off the wagon or they're going to be running the streets or, you know, everything's going to be lost again. So it really is a tricky position for you to be in. Your pain is real. You know, your pain is valid. Your hurt is real. I think sometimes we don't talk about the family enough. And that's really what my work is about is focusing on the family, the people that are impacted by the addiction. Cause look, while the other person is under the influence, yeah, they have a hard life, right? They're, 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 you know, using drugs and alcohol, but here's the truth they're sleeping through their lives when they're high, right? You're awake for all the bullshit. You're awake for all the pain. They're numb. You're not. 
You're fully aware. So sometimes the family is left more affected or gets sicker even than the person who's addicted because you've been through it more. It's like, you're, you know, you're the survivor here and nobody's really talking about it. So I am because I feel like it's really important. You know, where do you go with your pain? Who's going to understand your point where you get to that point and you say, I can't even forgive him anymore. You know, how many, do I have to forgive him? No, you don't. You don't. Not when it gets to this certain point where your forgiveness it's costing you your sanity or your peace or it's eating at you and you forget who you are because you lose yourself to the addiction and you lose yourself to that person. So trust, when do you stop trusting? All right, now I'm going to say something that might be a little controversial um, or put it in a way that maybe it'll sound like, when should you stop trusting? Okay, you should always trust and you should never trust. Now that sounds kind of strange, right? Well, that sounds like I'm not answering the question. Here's what I mean. You should always trust something to be what it is, and you should never trust something to be what it's not, okay? Like, I'm not going to trust a tree to be a chicken. I am going to trust that a tree is a tree, and I am going to trust that a chicken is a chicken. Now, let me tell you what that means for you. When a person is an addict and they're active in their addiction, I am not going to trust them to behave any other way than an addict in addiction would behave. It's like getting mad at an alcoholic for drinking or a drug addict for using drugs is like getting mad at a dog for barking. Well, I, tr I trusted you that you wouldn't use drugs. I trusted you that you wouldn't drink today. I trusted you. Well, honey, did you? That's like saying to the dog, I trusted you, you wouldn't bark. It's ridiculous. It doesn't make any damn sense. So, well, Heidi, they're telling me they're in recovery. They're telling me they're going to meetings. They're telling me, well, here's the rule of thumb I don't want you to listen to anything that comes out of an alcoholic's or addict's mouth. I don't want you to listen to, I don't want you to trust anything that comes out of their mouth at all, especially new in recovery. If they're not in recovery, I don't want you to trust anything that comes out of their mouth ever. Okay. Because all you're hearing is noise. That's all ridiculous. That's all hopes and wants and dreams and wishes. None of it's reality. I don't want you to listen to anything as trust that comes out of an active alcoholic or addict, active addict's mouth, period. Just make it real simple. I don't want you to trust anything that comes out of an addict or an alcoholic's mouth the first year of recovery, okay? That means I don't want you to discourage it because they believe it to be true. Like somebody comes out of treatment and they're like, oh, I'm going to work a program. Oh my God, I, I don't even want to, you know, I just, I just want to get my life back. I'm going to work a program. I'm going to go to meetings every day. I'm going to call my sponsor. I'm going to be so in it. And you're like, and you start to get happy because you're getting your drug of choice, which is like hearing what you want to hear and control, right? It's false sense of control. So you're like getting really excited. You're like, yeah, 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 yeah. He's going to do it. And then your, your brain shuts down. You're like, oh wait, none of this has happened yet. None of this is actually real right? It's not real until it's done. It's not real until they're doing it. Up until that point, it's just wishes and dreams and hopes and intentions. That's great. Life doesn't reward intention. Life rewards action, okay? So we don't want to poo-poo it. We want to say, that sounds great. That sounds, that'd be great. That'd be really good. That'd be great. But we don't want to say, yeah, it's done. Yeah, it's good. They're, they're, you know, we want to say, show me. That's great. Can't wait to see that, bud. That sounds fantastic. I'm going to be looking forward to watching that. Oh, God, I'm going to be so happy when I see that go down. That's going to be so great. But we don't want to pretend like it's already buttoned up and wrapped up because it's not. Okay? So we want to be an encourager. That sounds great. Can't wait to see it. But we don't want to be blind and we don't want to be ignorant and we don't want to blindly trust things that we shouldn't trust. 
Okay. Another thing you can't trust when somebody says you should never trust it. Never. No, no time ever. When somebody says, I'm never going to use drugs again or drink again. And I, you know, I don't even want to use drugs again. I don't even want to drink again. I'll never want to use drugs again. I'll never want to drink again. This over for me. And here's the reality. A person can have that conviction, right? When I got sober 10 years ago, I said, I'm never using, I'm never going to drink again. Right. And from my viewpoint, I totally believe that, right? I believe that in my heart, but I don't need other people to believe that. Okay. I don't care if they believe that's true or not. In fact, they shouldn't believe me. They should just watch and see what I do. They shouldn't buy into that. My husband shouldn't go, thank God she's never going to drink again. Cause she told me she's never going to drink again. He shouldn't just blindly, he should just wait and see life unfold. Okay. And wait to see that happen. He shouldn't just blindly believe that that's going to be the way that it is. So the moral of the story is when should you trust an addict or stop trusting? You can trust something always to be what it is and you can't trust something to be what it's not. All right. An addict in active addiction will only behave like an addict in active addiction. They're not going to go to meetings. They're not going to not use. They're not going to not drink. They're not going to not steal. They're not going to not lie. They're not going to be, you know, I, you know, I, I expected you you know, to, 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 to follow your word. Well, that's like expecting an Alzheimer patient to remember your name. It's just not going to happen. Okay. How do you expect an alcoholic or addict in recovery to behave and you trust that they behave? Well, how do you know how that's supposed to look? You don't. So what I want you to do is don't believe anything. I don't want you to trust anything that comes out of somebody's mouth. I don't want you to trust words. I want you to watch somebody's behavior because that tells you everything you need to know. What can you trust? What you can see. You can trust what you can see. And that is your barometer for here on out. If you can't see it, you cannot trust it. Okay. Now, Heidi, that goes against everything I've ever been told about positive thinking. You're supposed to see it before you're supposed to believe it before you see it. In your own life, sure. If you want to manifest something absolutely in your own life and you want to see that Mercedes in your, in your car and you want, to, you want to see that vacation house and you want to envision that and you want to believe it before you see it, fantastic. But it, it doesn't work with other people. You, you can hold out hope for them. You can hold the vision for them, but don't bank on it. Don't make that your reality. That's what I'm saying. Be hopeful. Hold the vision. Be, 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 be hopeful, but give it to God and have that faith. That's faith. That's the difference between you trying to control everything and having faith that everything's going to work out the way that it needs to. Okay. So you can have faith. You can put it in God and say, God, I'm going to, you're going to use it to your good. You're going to work it all out, but I'm only going to see what I, I'm only going to believe what I can see. You do the rest of the magic behind the scenes. I don't need to do any of that. I don't have control over it anyway. I'm going to watch what people do, not listen to what they say. Everything you need to know about a person is revealed in their behavior. All right. I know that's helpful. Did you write that down? Put that so everything you need to know about somebody is revealed in their behavior. Do not listen to what people say. Watch what they do. Everything you need to know about that person is in their behavior. All right. I love you so much. Take excellent care of yourself. If by the way, you're curious about the family program, you want some clarity, you want some coaching, you need help right now. You can do all of these things and more over at lovecoachheidi.com. You can also download a special free resource called helping or hurting. It's a free checklist. There's also a free webinar, the top three mistakes that families make when dealing with addiction. Any one of those free resources is going to be great for you. I look forward to hearing from you and deepen in our connection, at least like, and subscribe because that helps us help more people. Okay. All right. Take excellent care. I'll see you really soon. Bye-bye.